Good morning. It is June 27th, a gray and humid morning in New York, the official last day of school after the long, raggedy weeks of endgame in the New York public schools. And this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. First up, malaria. That's right. Reuters is reporting that five cases of malaria have been confirmed in Florida and Texas. Four in Florida, one in Texas. For the first locally acquired cases of malaria in the U.S. in 20 years. As the tropical weather keeps expanding on a warmer planet, so will the tropical diseases. Luckily, the revolutionary mRNA technology that brought us COVID vaccines with unprecedented speed has promise for malaria as well. Unluckily, if we were to use vaccines to try to stop the spread of malaria in the U.S., we would have to do it by vaccinating people in Texas and Florida. In other news from the Sunshine State and the frontiers of our liberty, the Pinellas County, Florida sheriff announced yesterday that a man who emptied his AR-15 at a worker who had showed up to clean his swimming pool, firing off 30 rounds, would not face any charges. Under Florida's stand-your-ground law, there is no penalty for losing your mind and flying into a panic at the sight of someone approaching your house with a flashlight and a swimming pool cleaning invoice. The Tampa Bay Times describes how the pool cleaning guy ran away after the first two shots were fired, but the gunman and his wife, cowering behind the couch with the blinds closed, didn't realize that. And so he kept on firing randomly at something he couldn't see and had been wrong about in the first place until he'd gotten all 30 shots off. A really triumphant day for our well-regulated militia. The sheriff said that the pool cleaner agreed he probably should have warned the couple he was going to clean the pool after dark because that was the only error of judgment in the situation that anyone feels the right to criticize. A woman from Kentucky who was visiting El Paso, Texas, has been charged with murder after she allegedly shot her Uber driver in the head in a panic because on her way to the casino where she was trying to go, she saw a highway sign pointing the way to Juarez, Mexico, and convinced herself that she was the victim of a cross-border kidnapping. And the New York Times reports on its front page that a study has found that one in nine residents of the lower 48 states is at significant risk of downpours that deliver at least 50% more rain per hour than local pipes, channels, and culverts might be designed to drain. This will greatly expand the ongoing insurance crisis created by global warming, as the group that did the study estimates that 12.6 million properties nationwide face significant flood risks despite not being required by the federal government to buy flood insurance. In other climate change news, on page A15, congestion pricing is finally free to be implemented in Midtown Manhattan. On page A14, two hikers died on Friday in 119-degree heat in Big Bend National Park. And on page A5, tree loss is escalating in key tropical forests. Polar ice melt and people cutting down trees, two things that continue to exceed all expectations of how fast they were going to happen. That's the news. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going. No more pencils, no more books. We'll talk tomorrow.